Welcome to the podcast. My name is David Shannon, and these are the chats I wish I could have had with someone as I've created life as a full-time musician. If you're on that road and you need a friend or you need to hear the same stories and struggles that you're going through from another human's mouth, you're in the right place. Connect with me at davidshannon.com and let's move you into that space where you're really thriving and sharing your gifts with the world. Let's go. Hey team, welcome back. We are chatting on the podcast and uh, this week we are talking about money, uh, charging feeling good about your prices, you know, starting to figure out what is what is a good price, um, what is cheap, what is expensive. I'm going to throw some ideas out there. I This is just things that have changed for me, again, with the fundamental, I guess, view under this that I, I wish I'd had this chat um, with someone earlier in my career and with the with the goal that this maybe gives you some food for thought and something to consider. So diving right in, um, we're not going to cover everything of course, I'm going to throw out some ideas and yeah, I, I hope you run away with and test some of these and see what your own response is. And so one of the things I want to share is I charge for a long time um, for weddings, it would be two or three hundred dollars, um, which was very similar to the top end of, um, not even the top end really, of, of bar work at, at the time. Uh, this is going back a good number of years, but um, I would be getting maybe 150 to 250 from bar gigs here, um, earning wise, and then I was charging basically the same rates. Um, for weddings and events and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I did it for a very long time um, but I realized it didn't really serve me and there's a couple of things, a couple of reasons why behind it and if you're ever, if you're watching this and thinking oh, I wonder um, why if I've gotten a quote from a musician or someone they've said what, what is the event, what is going on? Um, the reason behind it for me is there's a couple of things. One is, any event, there's going to be a lot more chat, a lot more requirements. There's a picture in your mind or in the customer, client, uh, human who's celebrating or you know wants to have you play. There's a picture in their mind of what they want. And admittedly, on occasions, it is very simple. Someone would say, look, we just, we just love to come and have you play. Um, here's the address um, and this will be the time. Whereas with venues and bars and things like that, there's, there's maybe a brief description but it's very much you turn up and do your thing and it's usually an ongoing relationship. So if the vibe is a good fit, um, the chances are you're going to get booked maybe every week, maybe every fortnight, maybe once a month uh, on a regular rotation with a venue. And what that means is you have to think less and less for each gig about what is required. You know the setup, you know where you're going to be, you know the kind of vibe, um, you start to connect and the gig gets easier and easier and easier. 
essentially, um, just from the mental processing of that. Uh, and with any event, you're doing a lot of mental processing. There might be, even if it's as simple as, hey, we're cutting a cake at 8 p.m., or I'm not sure if I want to do a speech on the night. I might, I might not. You're like, okay, cool. That's just something I have to mentally think about. Okay, it, at some point, someone else might want to use my gear. Um, I'm going to need to take uh, reverbs and delays and things off my vocal for them to speak and sound good versus uh, having that in the mix when I'm singing. Um, there's often, hey, here's a bunch of artists and, and music that I really like or like the vibe of that you're going to take into consideration. You're never going to play every song that you know in one gig. And it's nice to be able to tailor that to a, a customer or someone booking you um, to say, I, I'm going to play um, as best I can the stuff that you like. Yes, I, I suddenly can't learn everything before your event, but I will put in what I can of the things you've shared and that flavor. And um, this is a funny one too, because uh, I, I, I played on the weekend and one of the bands listed I, I played early on, I only know one song, but it was nice to be able to put it in there. And then later I got asked like, can you play anything from them? <laughs> and it was, it was a kind of strange moment because on the one hand I was kind of like, <laughs> the moment passed before I really answered, but in my head I was like, yeah, I can and I have. <laughs> I mean, I could play it again, but sometimes it feels weird. But I, I think she missed it, and then it's kind of like my own head is like, oh, I wonder if she realized um, that I actually did include that <laughs> in the mix for her um, from our chats and things. But... Uh, that is a lot of information that's not specifically going back to um, pricing. And one of the things I was stuck in for a very, very long time with pricing was I was super concerned about saying a price and someone coming back and saying, that's expensive or like, um, you know, <laughs> some, I, I don't know specifically, but essentially someone coming back and saying, um, that's ridiculous or um, something along those lines like that was my fear and and likely you'll have something some fear some reason some concern some socially <laughs> um, weighted fear most likely uh, why you haven't raised your prices some of you no worries this chat you'll be like oh my gosh yeah I went through that same thing um, or you're just like, yeah, I just, I just don't care, and I price things um, what feels good, which is much more the flavor I'm in now where my prices sometimes vary. Um, again, I will assess what's, what's happening, but I, I remember really distinctly a couple of things, and I want to share these genuinely in the hope that from this podcast it gives you some idea of something you can ex maybe experiment with your pricing and to realize that if you do change things so that your pricing actually really contributes to you and reflects what you offer and who you are, um, then amazing. Um, 
that's that's really the the purpose of this uh, podcast will be complete. There'll be a bunch of people that are like, oh my gosh, I listened to this and I changed some stuff and like, wow, just like my life is easier and people seem to appreciate me more as well. So stories. <laughs> the first one was I remember being asked to play uh, the canopy section for just a couple of hours um, on New Year's Day. And I quoted 650 to the couple um, because I had no idea what I was going to be doing on New Year's Day. And so I was like, if I'm going to book this in, I would absolutely love to play for you. It'd be lovely. But if I'm going to book it in, it needs to pay me for the fact that I'm now blocking out this date. Um, to, to go and perform and play and entertain you, um, that I'm probably not going to get absolutely hammered on New Year's Eve because I'm doing someone's wedding the next day and that's important. Um, so it starts to change my whole diary and schedule based on having that booking. The couple came back to me and were like, we think 350 is reasonable. <laughs> and I'm like, amazing, you're probably right. And that's not what I'm willing to do the gig for. And being okay with that was like, cool. I don't actually need to explain um, my reasons or, you know, the 10 grand of gear that I'm going to turn up with to do your gig. Um, it's like, cool, no worries. You think this price, my price, my quote is this. We're, we're just not a match. No worries at all. Um, and there's another thing that shifted for me, uh, very similar to something like that, I guess, where I actually went and did a program called Money and You in Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur. And this was when I was charging two or three hundred dollars for a wedding. And I highly recommend this program. Go and look it up um, online if it piques your interest. But basically, I came back from that and there's a whole lot of games and things that shifted and things that I learned. Um, and, and I got to kind of confront certain things within myself as well. But someone came and asked again for me to play for a wedding. And I remember saying, they're like, how much would it be? With no details at all. And somehow out of my mouth after this event, I just said $500. And the lady looked at me. Uh, and was like, $500, that's ridiculous. It's just for a couple of hours in the afternoon. And I remember saying, like, oh, cool, well, you know, maybe I can do you a deal, you know? <laughs> and it's kind of like, um, you know, it was one of those things that whatever shifted through that course and me just saying the figure, uh, the gig never happened. Neither of these gigs happened, by the way. But... Me being okay with valuing myself and putting a higher price on myself and people saying no was so good because suddenly it's like I was saying this is my value and this is my standard and it's not, it's not the same as other people. Other people will be more expensive than me. Other people will be less expensive with me with me than me and that's absolutely okay it's absolutely fine um and i wanted to raise this because often we're if you're gigging full-time or you're gigging a lot 
often you start out in a bar environment where a lot of the bars will say to you, this is our rate. We'd love to have you, but this is our rate. And it can be easy to get conditioned to thinking that is an appropriate market rate. And often it's not. <laughs> um, so there's, there's two things, right? If we loop back to earlier, on the one hand, venues book consistently. There's sometimes you'll plug into their system, their house system, so you don't actually require gear. So there's a lot less outlay for you um, involved. Um, and secondly, there's repeat bookings with familiar details. But also, <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where you're like, if gigs are $300 or $200 or $400 or $500 or whatever they are, and that's what you're doing every week, every week, every week, every week, every week. When someone asks you how much is it to play for their event, to travel, to set up, to maybe learn a song, to do different things, the default thing that's in your head without unless you take a pause or you, you spend some time thinking about this, um, is going to be around the rate that you've been doing gigs. Just, it's natural. So, beautiful way to sum up and wrap up this podcast is what I suggest you do after this podcast is brainstorm what you would like as your rates for events. Um, don't, this is, this is like, what would feel good to you? And so my suggestion is don't go crazy like of like a million dollars. Oh my gosh. And maybe you want to put that somewhere down the track as like that is actually my goal. I'd like to go and do a show and receive a million dollars from it. But put something that from where you are now is a jump that you feel a little bit nervous about, but you also feel good about like, yeah, I, you know what? I, I can own this. I, I genuinely think I provide that kind of value, that kind of shift in my energy, my presence, being at someone's event, playing music, entertaining. Um, I highly suggest you do it and brainstorm some ideas, whatever you come up with, so that the next time someone asks you, you're chatting, you're like, you know what, I've thought about this. Um, and there's a bigger chance you're going to say, the price you want, and then from there, you, you're able to see what comes back. The very worst thing that will happen is you'll do it 10 times with a new price and everyone will say no, <laughs> and you'll go, cool, maybe, maybe I have really jumped out of the market of what's, what's happening around me, and I'm, it's not really a thing. But chances are, even in the first three or four inquiries or requests, people will say, someone will say, great. <laughs> and you'll have a moment like me being like, oh my gosh, I could have done this for so long. But the point is that it should honor you and your time and energy and effort that you've put into your craft. And the interesting thing is when you charge more, um, same for me, when I buy something that is worth more, um, if I buy a cheap piece of equipment, I treat it like a cheap piece of equipment. <laughs> if I buy something expensive, I look after it. Um, so there's a perception that happens as well. But we're going to wrap up this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. 
I hope this has been of amazing value uh, as you look back and reflect on it somewhere down the track. And uh, I wish you an amazing week. See you later.